Welcome to Anchored with Mike Robinson. As you listen today, you will discover what it means to have Jesus Christ as the anchor of your soul. Let's discover Him and find purpose today. It's great to be with you today again, and uh, I'm going to be on part two of this message that I started last time, which is uh, keys to a giant victory. And we've been talking about David and Goliath from 1 Samuel um, first Samuel chapter, uh, um, 17. And, uh, we've been uh, going around that and I gave you some points last week, but I'm going to start off this week with number four with, um, in this part two of this series is don't go to battle without tested faith. You know, first Peter one, six, seven says this in the new King James in this, you greatly rejoice though. Now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials Is that anybody out there? Have you been grieved by various trials today? That the genuineness of your faith, being much more precious than gold, that perishes, though it's tested by fire, may be found to the praise, honor, and glory of the revelation of Jesus Christ. See, it's not just the faith that's more precious than gold. It's the genuineness of your faith. It's faith that you have tried and tested I ended with this last week, but I wanted to pick up here today. Um, when when uh, David was going up against Goliath, it says uh, back in First uh, Samuel 17 and 40, it says, then he took his staff in his hand and he chose for himself five smooth stones from the brook. That's what David was familiar with. And remember, he couldn't wear Saul's armor. He couldn't use um, Saul's weapons. He had to use what God had, had uh, developed him with. It says he put those stones in a shepherd's bag, in a pouch, which he had, and a sling in his hand, and he drew near to the Philistine. You know, if you study history out, it says many times a shepherd out in the field, as David was, they would learn to uh, use that sling with great accuracy. They would, uh, matter of fact, it says one training technique that they would hang hairs from a horse horse's tail from a tree limb. And they would, they would shoot at that, that target of just that fine hairs from a tree limb until they could hit them with a stone. And so when you understand that, that, that you, you understand that you have to um, really have accuracy, if you're going to hit a horse's, uh, the hair on a horse's tail with a stone, then you realize that he, he had spent a lot of time out in that field with God and using that sling and that stone. And that's why it was tried to him. And he drew near to the Philistine. It says, so the Philistine came and began drawing near to David. And the man who bore the shield went before him. And when the Philistine looked about and saw David, he disdained him. For he was only a youth, ruddy and good looking. So the Philistine said to David, am I a dog that you come to me with sticks? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. And the Philistine said to David, come to me. And I will give your flesh to the birds of the air and the beast of the field. Um, look, I, I just, this is, this is pretty intense. He's really intimidating him here. And I don't know why I never saw this until I read this recently. I, I always say when I, when I miss something, I must've missed that class, but here's a really important key. Number five is you got to talk back to the giant. You got to talk back to your enemy. You know, this is second Corinthians four thirteen, really. He says in, in, in that verse, and since we have the same spirit of faith, according to it is written, I believed and therefore I spoke. We also believe and therefore speak. 
You got to believe what you speak and speak what you believe out loud. I learned this through the trials in my life. You have to speak out loud. In the hospital one time, I was going through uh, quite a trial and, and at night, and my wife was praying for me. There was a prayer team praying for me. Many people around the world were praying for me that I might live and not die. And thank God the good news is that I'm here. I'm still here to fulfill what, what God's called me to do. But I want you to understand something. I was in that place of, it seemed like uh, utter darkness and despair. And I, they had me on painkillers and I had, I had infection in my body and uh, I had gangrene in my body. And one night as it, everything just kept, kept getting, seemed to be getting worse and worse, it was like the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, son, you have to speak out loud and you have to fight with your faith. You can't depend on other people's faith. You can't depend on just them speaking for you. You have to speak out loud to win this victory. And you know what? From that point on, I started even with a whisper to speak out loud and to let the enemy know my giant in my life. You have no legal right over me. And that's what you need to do, friends, today. You need to come against the giant in your life and speak out loud. I'm not saying you have to do this in front of people. They might think you're crazy, but you can get alone with God and you can get alone in your war, war room and you can pray and say, devil, you have no right. Giant, you have no right. You have no legal right to come against me. I'm covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. In Mark 11, 23, or 22 and 23, it says, So Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God, for assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Whoever says, David was a teenager. You can be a teenager out there today. It says, whoever says to this mountain, you can be 80 years old. Caleb was 85 and he still wanted the mountain. Whoever says to this mountain, it might not be a literal mountain, friends. A mountain is any problemed area in your life, but you can speak to that mountain. It says, whoever, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things that he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. You can have whatever you say. Uh, whoever can have whatever. And this David was a teenager and proved to us that he took on this giant. He got a giant victory because he talked back to the giant. He didn't just sit there in silence. Too many times, too many Christians lose the battle because they just sit there in silence waiting for it to pass. We live in a generation, friends, where we can't, the church cannot just stay silent. We must stand up and speak about what we believe. We must stand up and see deliverance come to this world. This darkness that's around us, is if we just sit back and bury our heads in the sand and stay silent, darkness will overcome. But just one little light, if you'll just speak up in faith, one little light can light the darkness in all the power that we have in this world today, if you still just light one candle in the darkness, it makes a huge light. And that's all God's asking each of us to do today, friends, is to have a giant victory. We first have to speak back to the giant, speak to the darkness. And David said this. I love this. I get excited. He said, you come to me with a sword and a spear and a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. 
This day, the Lord will deliver you into my hand, and I will strike you and take your head from you. And this day, I will give the carcass of the camp of the Philistine to the birds of the air and the wild beasts of the earth, and all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Wow, that's for my victories. I want people to know that there's a God. Every victory, I pray that God gets the glory. Every victory you and I get, every giant victory we get, we want God to get the glory, don't we? In verse 47, it says, All this assuredly shall know that the Lord does not save with just a sword and a spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. Um, So it was when the Philistine arose and came and drew near to meet David. I love this. David hurried and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. He didn't wait around. He didn't set back. He charged the enemy with his mouth open. Mark Hankins said this, never run at your giant with your mouth shut. I love that. Never run at your giant with your mouth shut, friends. Verse 49 says, then David put his hand in his bag and took out a stone and he slung it and struck the Philistine in his forehead so that the stone sank in his forehead and he fell on his face to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone and struck the Philistine and killed him. But there was no sword in his hand of David. Therefore, David ran and stood over the Philistine. I love this. He stood over the Philistine, took his sword and drew it out of its sheath and killed him and cut off his head with it. And when the Philistines saw that their champion was dead, they fled. They took off. They ran. That's what will happen with you and I, friends, when we, when we face our giant and have a giant victory. And the last thing today, you got to have, you got to finish the job. You know what? God has called us to finish the job. The older I get, I don't just want to start things. I want to finish what I started. I want to finish well. You need to finish the job today. Don't just keep starting stuff and quit when it gets hard. Finish the job. Look here, this is the gospel in this. I love it. I love to find the gospel throughout the scriptures. But but get this picture. The very sword that Goliath meant to destroy David with, David turned around and destroyed Goliath with it, and the enemies fled. Get this picture of Jesus. The very cross that Satan meant to destroy Jesus with, Jesus turned around and destroyed Satan with it. Boy, that's good news. The Bible says he triumphed over Satan. Jesus triumphed over Satan in the cross, raising from the dead. He showed us the key to victory. So listen, the very thing the enemy means to destroy you with today, friends, is the very thing that God will turn around that you would have a giant victory. God wants us to be people of victory today. Friends, he he wants us to be people that that go and have giant victories in our life. I'm going to recap from these last two uh, two podcasts and last two radio shows. I'm going to re- recap right now. The keys to a giant victory, number one, you have to have a covenant with God. Number two, you have to win the war of words. Number three, you have to have a cause. Because without a cause, um, we won't make it. We have to be focused. Number four, don't go to battle without tested faith. That's where we started at today. And number five, you got to talk back to your giant today, friends. And number six, you have to finish the job. 
I'm going to pray today. Since I didn't get time last week, this time I would like to pray for you, friends, that you not only have started well, but that you're going to complete the job. You're going to finish the race like the Apostle Paul. You're going to run the race. You're going to finish your course. You're going to come through like gold. You're going to come through in victory. Wherever you're at today, friends, wherever you're at in this world, my prayer is that you would discover the God who gives victory. I pray in your certain circumstance, if it, if it looks hopeless right now, if there's a giant breathing down your neck, that today these, these words that I have shared, you know, you can listen to these over and over. That's, that's the best thing. But these words that I have shared, that they would encourage you to face your giant and get a giant victory. You need a victory. It's time for a victory. If you've done everything you, you know to do, it's time to go back and rehearse these things. Make sure you have a covenant with God. Make sure that you're winning the war of words, casting down thoughts, everything that comes against the knowledge of God. You have to have a cause. Keep Christ your cause. Don't go to battle without tested faith. And talk back to your giant today. I just sense some people are just, you're just too quiet. You're not, you're not coming at your giant in faith. You're just, you've been too quiet and you need to talk to the giant. You need to talk back and you say, you have no legal right over me. You can't come against me or my family or my job or my situation any longer. I take authority over you in Jesus' name and make sure you have prayed until you finish the job because I want you to have victory. I want you to experience the victory of standing through trials, standing through tribulations, standing through hard times. God wants you to experience that victory. He, listen, he came that you might have victory. John 10 and 10 says, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, I have come that you may have life and life more abundant. And that's exactly what God wants for you today, friends. In Jesus' name. Thanks for tuning in today. You can find us at anchorchurch.live. Please let us know you're listening by filling out the digital connection card on our website. Again, that's anchorchurch.live. Remember, stand firm, stay anchored to Jesus, and you will weather any storm.